flow coming from the rack store. Bet this back in the Mac in the back flow. Let's go, chillin' with raccoons by the back door. Take calls so you can stake more. All I wanna do is making door right. But I found this crew and doing alright. We wreck will bitch, ready to fight. So many raccoons ready for the boss life. I might fly high like a kite, right? But always ready for a shite for the right prize. Raccoon supply has the right price. Giving you respect if it's likewise. So I'm buying all the mean guys with the clean heart. Read between lies, laser bean through lean eyes. Larry or with clean lies, trash mouth, mean smile, be wise. NFT wise, fuck with these guys. It's the rack rap from the back lab. 100 NFTs in my backpack. Crazy rack rap from the stash app. Rack will take a lead in this haystack. It's the rack rap from the back lab. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you find yourself in this beautiful world. Uh, it's morning over here in Asia, uh, and I'm absolutely privileged and blessed today, guys. Uh, we've pulled it off. There was a time I didn't think we would be able to do this, but uh, respect where respect due to the guys that have got involved, that said they would jump on, take part in this, uh, hopefully. Uh, first of many uh, NFT roundtable. Uh, so, guys, before we go any further, I would just like to say hello to my dear co-host. Uh, I do know he's busy driving home. Uh, Youngster, are you there, brother? Hey, Robo, what's going on? Oh, wait a moment. We've got speakers on here. What's going on? Oh, good. For some reason, I'm connected to a, a speaker, not a headset. There we go, Youngster. Let's get the pro- early. Let's get the problems done early doors. Can you hear me now? Okay, yeah. Right. Yeah. No, I can hear you fine. Can you hear me? Perfect, brother. Perfect. Uh, Youngster, thank you very much, mind dude, for uh, volunteering to do this. Right. Of course, of course. Anything for the rap. <laughs> so, guys, just to let you guys know, uh, myself and you basically, uh, and hopefully, hopefully Shrewd, with a bit of luck, uh, we're just here, guys, to kind of moderate. Uh, and saying that, I, I would like to introduce uh, the guests. So, guys, we've got like kind of six people involved, and we said, you know, if we get like three or four or five or even six, uh, of the six people, it will be fantastic. So I would like uh, to welcome everyone. So I'll quickly introduce everyone, then we'll say hello. Uh, so first of all, we've got obviously our dev from Raccoon. Uh, we've got Mall. We've got Sunnyside Reapers here, guys. We've got uh, Pepe at Traders. We've got AJ from Skelly's here. Uh, and we've got Jacob from Sky Monks. I think it's a great uh, eclectic mix of people to have on our spaces. And it's basically, what, what is it about? What's the format? Well, it's chewing the industry fat. Uh, you know, my, my myself personally, I've become really, really engaged in NFTs uh, recently. I think we all have. I've realized, you know, these things have got true potential. Uh, do I know enough? Certainly not. So hopefully today, Yowster and I, we can uh, get these guys talking. Uh, I haven't given them any, we, we haven't given them any topics, guys. I would say probably around about an hour. Uh, if we can wrap it up maybe on about an hour, I think that will be good for everybody. And guys, you know, the word round table, what does that mean to me? This is open discussion, open debate. Don't feel like you have to put your hand up if you want to come in and interject. You know, feel free to do that. We're all adults. We're all grown-ups. We, we've been in this spaces game for a long time, yeah? 
I'm hoping, you know, that you guys are going to agree on things, you know, maybe disagree on others. I think that's what we all want to hear is just, you know, bare bones. Sorry, AJ, but I'll use this one. But, you know, bare bones of honesty is is kind of what we're looking for. So uh, good uh, good evening, Mol. So it's good evening to you there, brother. Hey, bro, bro. How's it going? Yeah, it's evening. It's like uh, 8 p.m. right now. How's it going? Not so bad, mate. I'm really excited. I was up at like 10 to 7 this morning, like a kid on Christmas Day or something. Did you wake up earlier than usual? Sometimes we just speak and it's like 4 a.m. your place. So I don't know if you only had like zero hours of sleep. Oh, bro. I mean, I had about, yeah, about four or five hours or something, but I'm as fresh as a daisy. I can't wait for this, man. We've already had a, a pre-show Discord call, you know. Uh, but yeah, Molly, I really appreciate it, and I can't wait to hear your opinions. Yeah, uh, Sunnyside, hello, brother. Thanks for joining us. Hey, man, how's it going? I, on my end, at least, you know, I feel like I have an easy thing to bring up that's been heated lately. So uh, happy to talk about that too. Brilliant. I can't. I can't wait for it all, guys. Literally, the floor is open to you guys. You know, uh, I'm excited. Yeah, and seeing that, uh, Pepe, hello, brother. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. How you doing, man? You cool? Yeah, you know, uh, just uh, finished up the Fiat grind, and yeah, I got some project updates. Um, you know, we had some some big news this week, and uh, I've got a little bit of an update since then, so I'll, I'll get into it later. Well, well, that's a good idea, guys. Actually, uh, like anything, like a project update, we can uh, slip in. You know, in the last sort of like five, ten minutes, no problem. Uh, you, you guys kind of know why you're here, you know, for like the main issues of the day. But I was thinking about that, and if there's any like particular updates, uh, I know EG, I saw you guys uh, with your stuff the other day, uh, the spaceships, etc. So yeah, we'll uh, we'll drop those in at the end for sure, hundred percent. And saying that, uh, EG, welcome. It's a privilege to have AG on the show, mind at last. What's up? Good evening to all the stateside people. Uh, yeah, it's good to be here. Good to finally get on here, and I'm I'm happy that we found a time that worked pretty well for everybody. I think Zerker has a family thing he's doing, so I don't think he'll be joining us. But if he does, that would be awesome. So looking forward to it. Um, so yeah, whenever we're ready to hop into it, I think Bondi's got a topic he wants to discuss. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, let's rock it. Brilliant. I'm going to stay out of this one because I know what it is. and I'm not on Stargaze, <laughs> so y'all have fun. <laughs> Diplomatic. Such, dude, you, I love what you released too, uh, Peep. Like you, I was just looking at it. The UI is so nice. I haven't messed with it too much, but congrats on all of that. Um, but Bonzi, we'll, we'll hand the mic to you. Okay, I'll ask Robo real quick. Do you have anything you wanted to start with first, uh, you know, before I throw it in that direction? Well, uh, I, I did want to just say hello to Jacob because he, he did disconnect and then he's reconnected. So I'll, I'll just say a good, uh, good day to him. Hi, Jacob. Hey, what's up, Robo? How you been? Welcome, buddy. Yeah, yeah I'm really pleased to speak to you again, yeah? Yeah, glad to be here again. I'm, I'm looking forward to see what, what, what this space will, will get. <laughs> Well, uh, guys, what we're going to do to start off, right, we can throw like a few topics on the table, yeah? Uh, just some of the stuff that kind of like came up uh, recently. Uh, we do want to talk about how are we going to get new eyeballs uh, on Cosmos IBC NFTs, right? That's concerning a few people. 
Uh, we want to talk about the five stars uh, listing fee that some people think should be a delisting fee. Uh, you know, really intrigued to hear your opinion. Juno NFTs. We also quickly want to touch on them. If we can, will they ever be a thing? Uh, stars. Uh, <laughs> should stars stick to what they're good at? Right. Should stars not be looking at creating, you know, EMMs or whatever it is, whatever, you know, Dow tooling, et cetera. Should stars stick to doing what they're good at? Game of NFTs. Are you guys going to be taking part? Is anyone involved? Uh, programmable NFTs was a topic that was raised. Uh, things like royalties being set at the NFT level rather than the creator level, et cetera. And the new prop that's gone up on Commonwealth regarding NFT switch. What you guys think about this? Is this like sidestepping uh, royalties? Or... So, yeah, there's a few things up, but I'll tell you what. I mean, we might as well kick off because, guys, I've got the feeling there that there's a bit of a hot topic in the room. Is that right? Shall we throw something out straight away? Sunny yeah. side? <laughs> so uh, this week, um, in the past few days, I put through two props that I put up. And the first one, I don't think there's been a backlash on which is the collection costs is now 3000 stars uh the second one that has been the biggest topic in the stargaze main discord right now is that to list an nft it now costs five stars um when we have done some of the earlier polling it's actually surprisingly mostly People in favor of one star followed by five star followed by zero stars. Um, but here's kind of the thought process of why we did the five stars. One, it's easier to scale things back down if you're wrong rather than trying to scale them back up. Two, there hasn't been a ton of interest in governance to begin with. When we put it to five. I kind of knew that five would have backlash, not as much as that there was, um, but I knew it would happen. So it was kind of to help highlight the issue with governance being on Commonwealth alone. A lot of people have definitely, you know, and probably rightfully so criticized me on that. But you can't get people involved if something there's no like event that happens to get them involved. Um, and there's a lot of like smaller details that are hard to define uh, that can be positive from a five star listing fee, but that one I'll leave open to other people to decide. Al, yeah, traders for any feedback. Uh, no, I didn't want. I didn't want to interrupt you. I just want to do. I have a, a interesting take on kind of stargaze and governance. Um, since I'm not huge in the Stargaze, uh, like community is like a creator or anything, I will say like 99% of my net worth, uh, in Stargaze is in basically in NFTs or in liquid tokens I'm using to buy and sell NFTs. So I kind of have no stake in governance, like at least on-chain governance. You know, I can like make my opinion known and, and discords and things like that. But I think that's probably common for a lot of people where they have a lot of their net worth on Stargaze tied up in like assets that don't actually count towards governance. 
Oh, for the actual like voting, right? Right, and, exactly. Um, but, if, uh, but for that exact reason, I think that governance on Stargaze is in an interesting position. Of you know, it's like yeah, I maybe have an opinion on governance, but I can't express it on chain. Like you can just make a lot of noise in a Discord or on Commonwealth, right? And uh, you know, I think comparing Stargaze to Juno, uh, Juno, I think you know probably has one of the most co- involved communities now regarding go- governance, whereas Stargaze, for the most part, I think they've done the lunar funding funding and the Levana pro proposal and that one got backlash but because it's like less often people far and wide just don't know that there's things to vote on i think that was a major issue because usually things were just universally liked and then the first time when the Levana proposal went through huge backlash few changes made but clearly not enough going through this time again more big changes made to make things like hey we'll announce big change changes that affect the user on twitter um we'll try to highlight it more in discord we you know did a forum so it's trying to help like push that change forward and just kind of get people more aware of what's going on with governance because realistically i could have put up you know anything and it probably just would have passed um, just because no one knew what it is and um, partially just because I think people would recognize my name and if I word something in a way it probably could get voted through if the validators see that no one's complaining on Commonwealth. Uh, AJ, any uh, any thoughts there, brother? Uh, unpopular opinion. Yeah, I got thoughts on it. Um, first off, I agree. You can always scale down. So there's nothing wrong with a five-star fee. And if five stars ended your life in the last 48 hours, I don't really know what to tell you. But if you were somebody who, instead of started screaming and started having suggestions for a solution, you are the people that can actually make a change. So the people that went around complaining, it was quickly to see from someone who has a standpoint as a founder, you can quickly see who the people are that just absolutely like to just just like whine and, and throw everything out. If we knew the backlash was coming, no one would have done five stars. But quickly, Stargaze responded with, we know you guys are not happy with things. We will see how we can adjust it. But be real. Right now, right now, the current price of stars is nothing. Is like 10 cents, 15 cents. By the time it's changed to one star or percentage of a scale of the collection or D-list fee or whatever we come up with, I don't even think the next way we do it might be the for sure way. I don't even know if the third or fourth time Stargaze does it is going to be the for sure way. But I don't think that screaming all over Twitter and screaming all over Discord does anything for anybody. So. For those of you who came to Stargaze and to the team with solutions, thank you. Like Because the way some of you put it into perspective was, it was like, oh my gosh, like that's actually super, like we, you just didn't look at it from all sides because not everyone sees everything the same way. Uh, so there's not a right or wrong answer. I was more for five stars to start getting everything under control from the bots. 
and that you can scale backwards. And at the time, I was like, what's 10 to 15 cents to see what we can do? And guess what? What is the positive of everything? I guarantee now more of you will pay attention to governance. I can guarantee you. So the positive out of this whole situation is now people know there's a channel in the Stargaze Discord where you can go over there and you can talk within the Discord. A lot of people didn't even know that. And then from there, how do you vote? I think that is a, <clears throat> that's something that we could fix because just to vote, it's like you got to click here, go there, create an account, go here, go there. I think that is a that needs to be fixed. That needs to be something that is a lot just as easy as staking your token. Like when you click stake, select amount and you hit submit. Like that that simple. To just to vote on governance, that is an issue because the more times a user has to click, the less they're going to vote. And then when something gets passed because not as many people participated, some people will get upset. So I don't see this being the end of the world. I don't see this being terrible for stars. I actually am happy because on the positive side of things is that now people are going to pay attention to governance a lot more. So whether or not you guys think your five stars ended your life for the last 72 hours or whatever it was, I'm so sorry that that happened. But Stargaze is listening. And if you guys have suggestions, please come to the Discord and don't just start going crazy. Just just give suggestions. And I think that's how Stargaze moves forward. I think that's how they do more. I think that's how they do better. But that's my opinion. Um, I, Crap, yeah. Yeah, I don't sell hundreds of NFTs. So that's kind of another thing you got to take in consideration. Fair play, AJ. Some very bold statements and I, I do appreciate it. Uh, Jacob, I do know you guys, uh, you minted on stars, right? Because uh, I was going to say a mall along with Pepe uh, is, is obviously a non-stars project. Jacob, have you got any input? Uh, can you guys hear me? Yeah, we can now, Jacob, yeah. Yeah, so for us, we, did, we, did, we do have a, a collection on, on Stargate, Skymark. Um, I would say for me, it's kind of like I'm in the middle. Uh, I, I, I do believe five stars is not a lot, but when... If we leave it at five stars, maybe in the future, when stars maybe go higher, it's gonna be a problem. But everything can can be amended to governance, so I I don't think we should have that much of backlash because anything that happened can be changed in the future. So yeah, and and the thing that Space Kelly uh mentioned was uh everybody who came up and asked advice and all like I don't know contribute to the network instead of just yelling and all that 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 was good. <laughs> And and one thing that as is funny, uh, that since Sonny mentioned, due to that pop, now we do have a lot of more people involved in Stargaze and wanna talk and like wanna get involved in the governance, which which is good in in, in his own way. So I think nothing bad really came out of this pop. Just kind of like a bring more awareness to Stargaze and get like more people involved. Yeah, that, that was one of the takeaways from what AJ said there, was he's like, you know, people are going to give a shit from here on in, yeah? Uh, Mole is kind of like, I don't want to frame it as, you, like, you know, you're being a bit of a, like, stars outsider, uh, but I will kind of, like, look at it from that angle, Mole. Have you got anything to add from, like, a different dimension, Mole? Look, like, from the outside, looking in? Yeah, basically from trading myself NFTs on Stargaze, I don't see any issues regarding this, but uh, I was wondering what was the actual reason to not use a percentage 
of your NFT uh, value listing price, let's say, instead of using five stars. Because I saw people complaining because if there's... Wait, is it me? I can't hear more mulchers. Yeah, J- no, Jake, you might need to back out and rejoin if you can't hear him. All right, so I'm backing out and come back. Um, but yeah, I, I, or did you have anything else you wanted to add, Moltres? Otherwise, I can answer that. Uh, no, but yeah, basically, the other thing I was going to ask is, um, like, the main reason was it because of bots? Because it's most of the feedback that I saw was related to bots. But yeah, that's mostly uh, what I wanted to comment. Okay. Uh, so I'll answer the first part of the question first. Um, why five stars instead of a percentage fee? So putting up anything that goes through governance, anything that can be put into the parameters is a very quick change. Um, the parameters right now is a flat fee. So you can put one star, you can put two star, and you can only do it on the listing side. You can't do it on the delisting side. That doesn't mean we can't do it. It just means it can't be approved within three days of being on chain and take effect. So the sole reason was just to get it out there and put it at a flat fee because anything else would have required the contract to be, uh, I think it's called depreciated and have a new contract uploaded, which is a much bigger uh, task to undertake. For the second part of why the primary reason is the bots. Um, when a new user comes and a lot of people say, well, Hubble's an external tool. Why do we care? Um, it's still a core part of the experience. It doesn't matter who made it if most of the users, to some extent, or a good portion of the users use it. So before, there was never a point to have uh, Hubble tools up. I can see the same bad kids and the same cosmic eight ball listed for 200,000 stars every 30 seconds. One account alone relisted uh, an NFT 20,000 times in six or seven months. So primary reason was to reduce bots. Um, There's a lot of other reasons that I actually like about it as well. Some of them are debatable. Some of them are not. Um, for one, it does burn more, right? Uh, it does burn more stars and it gives more back to stakers Two, it makes people more carefully select the prices of their NFTs when they list them. When that happens, I think price discovery for collections happens quicker. You see less people, myself included, who price it high and then scale it down by like 100 stars every two minutes if it doesn't sell. Uh, that can hurt like perception of projects um, to add a minor scale if somebody notices. But when people price them more accurately, you might actually see an increased trading volume when things are priced right from the start. Um, three one of the things that i would like to hope see is that very low price nfts like ssr for example where we only sell them for 50 or 60 stars what ends up happening or i would like to think would happen in time people no longer price nfts below 50 stars because now the risk to put them that low becomes kind of not worth it so it might passively over time kind of increase the universal floor rate for some of these lower priced NFTs 
just because people don't view the risk as high and it can kind of support cheaper collections or newer creators. That's not a guarantee, but it's one of the things where, you know, why would you list for something for 25 stars? And then you just kind of start seeing things sell at a slightly better price. Um, And then I guess I feel like I had more things to add to that. um, But right there. That's all right. Because guys, while, while we're on the stars serving, before we move on, has anybody got any clarifying points any further? Anything you want to add to Sunny side there? Because th- there is something that's kind of uh, pressing with the community a little bit. Uh, and it is about this kind of like app chain thesis. And what we're seeing with Osmosis and the name service, uh, what we're seeing with Stars going to move into being a, a DEX. Are we going to create a DEX or an AMA? Uh, is that right? Uh, sorry, AMM. Is that right? Yeah, Stars are right. diversifying, right? So there's a lot of people saying like, you know, isn't the app chain thesis like, aren't these guys kind of like totally kind of segueing from that or should they be doing things or should they stick in the lane? I'm actually going to, uh, let, let's go to Mull first. Again, as a bit of an outsider. Mull, what do you think? You know, should Stars be sticking to what they're good at, Mull, and trying to grow that model or should they be diversifying? I think it's a very good question because when you think about it, like for sure, when you go on stars, you know, you're going to trade NFTs. And when you go on Osmosis, you want to trade like uh, tokens or uh, coins. But the thing is, it's kind of hard to, to answer this question because when you see like how when blockchain, like you want to do everything that's going to happen on this blockchain. Whereas when you're into Cosmos, like if you want to trade a token and then trade an NFT, go back, trade your token and stuff like that. You basically have to do like some intermediary steps, which are like the uh, IBC transfers. So is this some kind of asshole when it comes to people want to trade their tokens and trade their NFTs? Like what would be like the benefit of doing it on one chain, whereas doing it on different chains where you have more transfer to actually do? I don't know, man. I feel it's, it's hard to answer. I feel like at some point when IBC is going to be seamless, like, you don't even feel that you're on different chains, then I think it's going to be pretty great. Whereas if you can have everything on one chain that works perfectly well, then I think that would be great. I, I don't think I answered the questions there, but uh, my opinion is... No, no, I'm fine. Yeah, I just feel like if you have everything at one place, it's pretty great. But like at the end of the day, it's pretty hard to have one chain to have all the great products. Like right now on Cosmos, you have very great product on different chain, but you have to do like more transfers, let's say. But uh, yeah, I'm a bit divided on this question. Correct. Correct. Perfect, dude. And you know something? That's why I'll defer at this point to AJ. Simply for the fact is I noticed that uh, this week uh, the Skellies got the uh, NFT staking that these guys have built out like a front end for, I believe. And I'm just wondering, you know, from AJ's perspective, is he looking at, you know, Stargaze, uh, you know, doing the name services and doing this and this and but, you know, there's no NFT staking and the guys have had to create themselves a little bit like what we did with our DAO in the early days. Uh, AJ, you want to come in here, buddy? Yeah, I mean, I haven't been too up to date on the, the deck side of things, but I did speak with Stargaze for <clears throat> a very long call. Um, and we talked about a little bit about how are we going to onboard new users. And that's one thing they brought up was... Um, 
having a more accessible way and not having to have people go to multiple places just to get stars. And that was kind of an open-ended thing they said, because at the same time, um, you still have to go through quite the process just to get stars, no matter whether you're doing it through Cato or Osmosis or however you're on-ramping anything. Uh, but that led into, uh, you know, I've spoken with, I don't want to put anyone under the bus, uh, so I won't say anyone, but the name service, like, I'm going to try to say this respectfully. Why was so much resources put into the name service? And why was so much time put into the name service when we don't have enough liquidity on Stargaze to really make it worthwhile? And why is there not more devs being used on the front end of the UI fixing this website, fixing the wallet? And I, and this is like this is this whole roundtable is to take the sugar off and just get to it. And this is what we deal with. Correct. And fi- Correct. so for me as a as a founder, I had to go hire a full stack dev team, and that is not cheap. We hired a full stack dev team to build out our whole staking DAP because I just got tired of waiting. And and I've had multiple conversations with people that w- the resources, and I keep getting the roundabout answer like. We know we know the website needs it. We know the website needs updates. Like, okay, if you know it, then why are you not putting resources all to the website? Because guess what? The website is the most important thing for a user. If a new user, think about this, goes through the whole hassle, think about the first time you got stars, the whole hassle to get stars. They come to Stargaze they buy their first NFT if they can get the if the website to load if they can get it to load, and they buy it. And then guess what? It shows up not in their wallet. How do you think that looks? And just for me, you know, as as I sit here in my, I have a team that I've joked about it. But if you let my my team work on the back end and the front end, we could help fix it. But there's so much like gates to go over and i don't want to ever rub anybody wrong AJ, AJ, just to play a devil's advocate here a little bit we did have shane on last week right and what he did say was the entire month of january it's everybody all hands on deck it's purely about performance he, he did admit that he does know that it needs work on and we, we have had this conversation several of us right uh, the name service we mentioned this right and apparently they've been working on it for over two years. A lot of the code was written a long time ago. So maybe that's just been something that's been on the back burner. And I, I am only playing like devil's advocate because of that conversation last week. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think Pepe might want to come in with AJ. Yeah. No, yeah. 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 I want to just say, so, I mean, I, I actually really like the idea of, um, of the name service being something that's settled, you know, via stars. I think it makes sense to sell it via stars and have it like truly be an IBC. And I, I know Jake wrote a really long uh, thread on this, but yeah, I, I think it makes sense as like an NFT platform from them to be kind of the, the, I guess, main source of that. Uh, I will also say, hey, at least stars is still working on things like coming from a different perspective. I mean, I'm I'm in a place where no work has been done, no improvements have been done in a little while. So um you know trust me when i say the struggle could be real it could be a lot worse um 
you know, we've been, I've been working really, really hard to like push <laughs> like the NFT scene on Juno. Like uh, we brought over the dev behind Apello, which I know a lot of you guys are now using on Stargaze as well. And, uh, you know, we, he came over, he did a few bots for us, you know, like I paid him like literally out of my own personal um, wallets, so, like no project funds. I paid him just like personal money uh, that I had in crypto because he was just helping us out on the side, kind of a kind of a side gig contract. And I just gave him the inspiration. I just said, like, you know, you're doing a really good job, and I think you could really build this, be more of a brand, like put a name on it, and like you know, let's offer this to other people, and like let's let's knock down some walls that are are here on the Juno NFT scene, and like let's let's get this going so that there's you know a little bit like less barrier between somebody who wants to launch you know and, and getting to where they want to be so he's gone and he's like really run with it i'm, I'm really proud of him but like uh, you know like if that wasn't happening like i'm i'm telling you and like not to shit on juno right now there would be there would it would be just absolutely fucking wretched to be a juno nft project right now there's like so little like infrastructure there's so little volume there's so little attention on it and like loop and talus and I mean, Hopper is like, nobody's making any push right now on the NFT scene on Juno. And it's really brutal. So like, at least Stargaze is trying. <laughs> and then the last thing I'll say about it is like, I don't know about the decks. And this is just an idea I just came up with right now. I think a cooler functionality would be, I think they should build a function where you could in like one click IBC transfer, and then it would like swap to stars and complete purchases for you. For example, like let's say like you don't have enough stars and you want to buy an NFT and it says like, Hey, you have like, let's say the NFT is 500 stars and you only have 200, but it like is able to look in your wallet and it says like, Hey, you have Adam, you have, you know, Juno, you have whatever. And if you were able to just like check a box and say, I want to use my 200 stars and I want to use my one Adam and I want to be able to buy that. And it basically IBC transferred, swapped on the back end and seamlessly bought that NFT in stars for you so that the person who sold it, they received stars. The whole thing happened in the back end. And again, like just creating a seamless product like that using the IBC technology. And I don't even know how technically possible that is. That's just me shooting off the hip right now. Well, guys, I'm actually getting some comments, right, about the, uh, the EMM that's planned on Stargaze, right? Uh, somebody said that the part of the reason they want to do it is so that you can, like, list things in different currencies. Yep. Uh, but there's already, there's already NFT platforms that are doing that, EJ, right? Yeah, that, like yeah that's, that's one thing I... That's one thing when we talked, they did mention they're going to be able to do is not quite sure how it's all going to work front end and back end, but you will be able to list in different currencies. And I believe the payout is in stars. So I think you can list in different currency, but the payout on the back end is in stars. I could be wrong, but I think that is definitely something that might be, might be unique. And yeah, others do it, but I think it's just accessibility. Silly side ADA, you might have some inside track on this. I don't know. Uh, for the AMM, I'm actually less involved uh, or haven't kept up with it uh, too much on that end. So I don't really have anything um, secret or like any insights I can give on that one, unfortunately. I got a question. Right. The, the way I. Yep. Hey, Tridors, uh, or, or Peep, when you come into Stargaze, after after saying Juno's, Juno ain't building, when you come into Stargaze, 
Well, it's not, I, I'm not trying to shit on Juno. It's not Juno <laughs> itself. Just, it's just, just messing, man. particular people, like particular protocols on Juno are just like not focused on delivering things. And like, like again, like we all know who I'm talking about and I'm not going to try and shit on anybody like by name here, but we all know who I'm talking about. For example, I had to like, you know, after Apello built its leaderboard uh, for like total volume tracking and uh, sales tracking feed, you know, I I really got after them um, in a private chat and I, I really opened up, you know, and let loose on them a little bit. And I said, the bare minimum you can do right now is just hyperlink to this external third party and treat Apello's like page like Hubble, t- Hubble tools and like just hyperlink. And like, if you're not going to build it yourself, this dude did it in like a week's time by himself with a one man team completely unfunded. At least, like, at least make that connection. You know, like it's the bare minimum drive traffic to him. Like, he's done you a huge service. So, um, yeah, no, I'm, I, yeah, I, I am not trying to shit on Juno. Like I, I love Juno. I'm shitting on the kind of <laughs> lack of progress by certain individuals within, you know, the area. Well, Pepe, that's that's absolutely perfect. And and you know why? Because one of the topics for the day, right, that we, we discussed on Discord earlier was what is it gonna take for NFTs to take off on Juno? And and like so, like let's like look at the positive side of things, right? Yeah, we know there's issues, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But for Juno to become a place to be seen as where you can go for you know cool blue chips, uh, which there are none of, I, I think at the moment. What is that going to take? Uh, let's go to Mole here. Mole, what do you think it's going to take for NFTs to take off on Juno? Real quick, that one hurt, Robo. Oh, dude, which one? <laughs> which one hurt? Which one hurt? <laughs> you just, no blue you just looked me dead in the face and said there's no such thing as a blue t- a blue chip on Juno. Oh, on. That was <laughs> a dagger straight to the heart. You bro. know, you know I'm rugged. You know I'm rugged for the culture. Dude, I'm fucking you? with you. No, I mean, I, I, <laughs> hey, I. Uh, you know me i'm always one that says i deserve i i don't earn i have to earn it to deserve it right so like our floor price does not justify calling us blue chip right now hopefully we get there do you know do you know what's really weird right is that like when you look at juno and you look at like the dow tooling uh shout out jake there if you look at the dow tooling it's like we've got the tooling to be able to have the nfts cut like beyond juno but we just haven't got this like nft culture like that's been built around stargaze you know uh, Mall, very quickly, Mall. What is it going to take for, for NFTs to take off on Juno, in your opinion? I think you said it a bit there, and what the other guest said too. I mean, if you have like a very cool NFT marketplace, and then you have the tooling to actually like understand what's happening on the marketplace, it's going to take off. Plus, you need nice NFTs, but like it takes some time. And I mean, if you're going to open an NFT marketplace, you need some projects to start building on Juno, and then people like it's going to gain some traction and stuff like that. But the very cool thing that people need to actually understand is that on Juno, given your permission less, like uh, Pepe did with the triggers, is like they launched their app and it's working and that's it. You don't have to wait for anyone to actually make it happen. You just make it and it's going to work because you're not waiting on anyone else. But yeah, to answer the question, I feel like a very great marketplace and more projects actually trying to build there because, you know, if everything is on stargaze and then you have volume on nfts on stargaze people are not going to go on an nft marketplace that has like 2000 uh volume per day it's it's nonsense so 
I mean, so Mol, it takes time and that's it. So. Mol, very quickly then, is is hope is the answer to the NFT marketplace on journal, yes or no, very quickly? Is hope is the answer, yes or no? Nah, I don't think so. Okay, fair play. Yeah, I think we need something... I don't know. I feel like Loop is pretty cool. Like, I think it was EJ that mentioned this earlier, but like everything is about the, the website. Like if the website is working well and the website looks clean, it's like it's easy to use. That's it. Because people at the end of the day, like for sure that your NFT is on a chain, is on a blockchain and stuff like that. But if it's not fun to use and it's not seamless, people are not going to use it. There you go, devs. Project uh, leads take notice. The front end is incredibly important. So we'll go to Jacob, and then I know Pepe had his hand up. So Jacob, yeah. No, I would say I don't know if you guys know um, the NFT staking functionality. Uh, NFT DAO, I mean, on Juno, it's not live yet. So, and I know that that they're working on it, and it should be live based on the Discord. They say next week. So I feel like that that should bring some interesting news to the Juno ecosystem in a sense. And also, I know Stargaze is planning to do an outpost on Star on Juno. So there's some stuff to look ahead. It just now, Juno didn't have any good tool for NFT, but it's coming. We just need like more people to get involved in that scene, like create more quality projects. Because even in the Cosmos ecosystem, I, I won't say there's like a lot of quality NFT project. Uh, in in it, there there's some in Sol, there's some. But also the community need to grow. And now the community in Cosmos for NFT is not the best. But I feel like over time, uh, it's, it's going to get there. We just need, like, as a founder, like, trader, everybody's here. Um, why not just to keep building the trust um, between the community? And the trust founder will be able to do good thing in, in the space. But, you know, I think you know, would be would be great in the long term. It's just a matter of tooling to come alive. Perfect, young man. Pepe? Yeah, I mean, uh, in my opinion, I think it's going to, you know, I think there's a few things that needs to happen on uh, Juno. I think, and I, I don't know exactly who's going to do it, but I think we need to see one project that shows up, mints out, and has a really solid floor price. Just because I think right now, like, for my engagement with the Juno community, and I don't, I hate to speak in, like, broad generalities, but, like, just something I've noticed as a trend is because we haven't had, like, that first initial success. There's a lot of there's a there's a major like barrier for a lot of like you know sidelined kind of Juno um, holders and participants right so they like don't see you know positive ROI on NFTs and so um, they're not willing to even like take the risk you know they're already you know they just want they're already staked or you know they they don't have anything liquid that they aren't willing to make that leap yet and so somehow somebody has to deliver whatever recipe needs to to happen. And I clearly don't have the answer or else I would have, you know, done it. But yeah, once we get that like kind of magical first piece there, then hopefully that kind of that barrier will be broken. And like coming from the Terra NFT scene, it really was broken with like Galactic Punks and uh, the Lunables. Um, and then when those saw like 10 time floor prices, all of a sudden all the people who were like, you know, just DeFi maxis were like, rock and profile pictures and they were all of a sudden like oh you can make gains here as well and and that really kicked off in my opinion uh 
a transition to like the growth of the Terra NFT scene. So we just need to see, you know, some sort of initial project that's really going to bring the the returns, you know, to people. And uh, like, not not that those of us who are there haven't already tried that. Um, so I don't, I, I'm not sure what the exact recipe is going to be. Jacob, you had your hand up there, did you? And also keep in mind, we're in a bear market, so people are less likely to buy <laughs> to buy NFT too. So in the bull market, you could literally sell peak NFT, fit NFT, and and and, and become rich. <laughs> but also, I, I don't know if you guys know, there's also a project on Juno you know, called Complay, and I think they're building NFT tooling too. So that, there's other project, there's other project building NFT tooling. I'll say it's a lot of time. Yeah, they're building a whole you know? framework, which is yeah, which is going to be really cool amazing. and important. Yeah, yeah, and and keep in mind, Jake is here. I don't know if Jake left, but Dow Dow is launch. They are launching the NFT Dow base soon. So any that will be a feature of Juno. So if you're NFT on Juno, you'll be able to use that to go and find your your project. I, I get yeah. a lot of feedback with Talus. I get a lot of feedback with Talus is uh, pretty like awesome to use, you know, from a, like a UXI uh, perspective, right? Uh, like, uh, UX, sorry. Uh, what about you guys? Have you guys been uh, sniffing around Talus at all? Do you think that's got a future maybe? We are listed on Talus, um, personally. I, I like the guys. I think they're they're really, you know, I think they have a good product. They are very helpful. I mean, they are an old Terra uh, NFT platform. And like, again, we're, we're gloves off right now. So on Terra, they were the worst NFT platform and I absolutely hated them. Uh, their UI was really terrible. It was clunky. It was cluttered. Um, the color scheme and everything was really hard to like look at for extended periods of time. I think they took a lot of that feedback really like gracefully. And they've worked really hard to like, turn that around and deliver a better v2 of the product so you know absolutely like hats off to them for for coming around and and working on all that well guys uh it's a perfect time and i i you know stop me if we we say we're too much but talking about stargaze and then moving into juno would would kind of bring us to talk about this uh multi-chain uh, aspect of things obviously the game of notes uh prop has just passed, uh, I think it was 94, right? We've had extensive discussions on the show. We've had Shane on, we've had Arc Protocol. We really drilled down into like everything, you know, especially the uh, Air Quartz uh, public incentivized testnet. Uh, I would just like to know, guys, now it's passed, now it's, you know, in play, et cetera. They made some announcements. Uh, we do realize it's more like validator force focused than dev focused. Uh, anybody taking part? Any of you guys want to jump in here? Anybody going to take part in the test net? I will I can, I, Yeah, I would say same here. So I have no comment on that. Interesting. And all of you been looking at this or not? To be honest, I didn't take the time to actually de- uh, dig a bit deeper about this. So I don't have many comments about this. Interesting. Wow. Shrewd. What do you think about that? We've got a, a room full of devs here or uh, project leads or whatever. and. Uh, Nobody seems to give a shit about game of NFT, Shrewd. Well, I think that just By goes, the way, welcome. To, goes to show you where, where all the money's going to go for it. So, <laughs> I mean, I would love to know the opinion on the guys. And NFT switch, yeah, we'll bring you in, dude, when we get time. I'd actually like to know the opinion of if anybody can jump up, Sunnyside, AJ, Pepe, Jacob, Moll, whoever. Uh, 
you know, this was advertised as a public uh, incentivized test net. Uh, and we do obviously realize I've got to like battle test the cord and stuff, you know, but the, the like, like Shrew likes to say the verbiage uh, was probably not the best, you know, like guys, you need to be, you know, either a validator or a dev to take part. Uh, do you think the prop should have been advertised as it was, or do you think it should have been a bit more specific about who exactly was going to be incentivized? Uh, I guess from my own personal take is that I, I'm, I I honestly haven't even looked into it that much in general. I don't see any issues with funding like those incentivized test nets. If I remember right, it's essentially for developers to like try to find bugs in the code. Um, feel free to correct me if I'm wrong. I actually like funding proposals like that far and wide. Um, main reason I never took an interest is our project you know, if it has a wide scale market effect about cross chain NFTs, I care about it because it has an effect on the wide scale market. But our project will never probably aim to use any of that technology. Um, so, you know, that that's just kind of where my off to the side stance comes from. So, Nishai, very quickly then on that point, how do you feel about the fact that it's the hub? Uh, the Cosmos Hub that's funding it, but there's no benefit because there's no Cosmosm enabled, there's no uh, XNFT module. Do you think that was right? I mean, listen, guys, when we spoke to Shane, I got the distinct impression, right, that like he understands that like the Hub shouldn't be paying for it, but obviously, you know, Stargate is going to save like, you know, a bit of uh, funding here, right? Like, do we feel like these four chains? Uh, that are in the test? Do we feel like they should have funded it? Is it right that the hub has done this, uh, Sunnyside? You know, so I am going to give my own selfish opinion. I'm I'm part of Stargaze. I don't really hold that much Adam. I'm all in favor of the hub, you know, <laughs> proposing something that's to benefit me. Uh, that's my selfish take. Um, in terms of should it actually have been funded by the hub? I, I think, you know, it's very debatable everything that it helps write is under Adam. So it does passively help Adam. Um, depending on the chains that get affected the most, uh, like I would not expect Juno to fund it. Uh, I would not just, it just wouldn't work. But like Stargaze, the com uh, community fund pool, I think is at all time highs. We rarely use it. So I wouldn't have seen an issue with them having to take part. I don't know about Secret or um, maybe Omniflix or the other chains, but that's just my quick take at it. To, to play devil's advocate, uh, let's find out from uh, AJ or any of the other guys, right? To play devil, devil's advocate, these cross-chain NFTs, AJ, is it a nothing burger, do you think? Or is it actually going to be like the next step, the next evolution? Um, in regards to cross chain, I think it's most of these devs that are built, well, not most, but the devs that are building this specific, uh, every, the product, everything it, they're from Terra. So the reason one, one of the main reasons they're building this is because how everything has happened. So if tomorrow Stargaze, coincidentally, the website doesn't load, I don't know. And the whole chain goes down, the network goes down will we be into a situation where we're left homeless again? Um, and I think once these can be done on Cosmos and then we can go to different blockchains, uh, poly, you know, Polygon or wherever we're headed, 
this will be important because I think the best way for NFTs to become invaluable, like to the point where you can't put a tag on anything, is that they have to be accessibility has to be at an all time high. You have to be able to move it where you want it when you want and do what you want with it. But I don't know how that actually all will play together. I don't think anyone does, but I think it's the right step to start trying to figure out a way to not just have one NFT collection locked on a specific marketplace um, or a specific network. I think it's going to be something that will be tested by many others. And when someone does it right, it will be, I feel, a, a very, very big game changer when it's done right. Uh, but that's just my two cents on that. Perfect. Uh, uh, yeah, so I think from my perspective, I think one of the most powerful pieces of all of this for founders, teams, and communities is um, actually going to be multi-chain minting. Uh, and especially like uh, multi-chain minting where you don't have to like predefine where your liquidity is coming from. Uh, you, mean I mean like that, Pepe. you mean like mint that mint there a little bit? Is that where you can like select which chain you want to mint on, right? Yeah, not quite. So, I mean, with MintDAO, I'm pretty sure you're actually saying, like, I'm minting entirely on Juno. Um, and you could use that one platform to mint on, like, multiple chains, but you have to designate that your contract is going to live on, like, Juno, for example, or Terra or whatever, right? Um, what I mean to say is, uh, and I'll give an example here. So, um, back on Terra days, there was a project called Hero NFT. It was also Doquan's profile picture for a long time. They minted, they were a cross-chain project, like kind of first of its kind. They minted on Soul and Terra, but what they did was they basically predefined that uh, the Soul project uh, got 50%, or the Soul half got 50% and the Terra half got 50%, right? So they basically just created two contracts um, between the two and and like they just minted and it was just more of a branding thing what i'm talking about is it can be truly powerful if um for example like let's say i list and i have free floating ability to mint between uh stargaze and juno and omniflix so it's not about you know i predefined 30 percent of my collection goes to juno juno is not showing up with liquidity and now you know, the Stargaze people, they need to either like migrate to Juno to like mint out that portion of those extra demand there, you know, uh, or or else it just like it ends because nobody will go to Juno or, or vice versa. Right. I'm talking about like truly allowing multi-chain minting where a collection can just say I have a thousand pieces and if 500 of them get taken on on Juno and 300 get taken on Stargaze and uh, 100 get taken on on Omniflix, and I think that was bad math on my part, but you get the point. Um, then, you know, so be it. Like, that'll be truly the the most powerful piece of this whole, like, equation. But but isn't, but aren't people going to go where the liquidity is? So, like, if all of a sudden, you know, we did have this world where we could bring our NFTs anywhere and someone brings, a, a, you know, a bored ape to Stargaze, like you're not going to fetch the same price on Stargaze that you would on OpenSea. Like you just won't, especially now. Yeah, sure. But, but like take take me, for example, right? Like we launched an app on Juno, right? So if I was to have been able to multi-chain mint, I could have, for example, introduced my concept, my project to the Stargaze community by having like this ability to mint and go in like attract liquidity, attract users from that user base. 
And then because it was multi-chain minted, they could have bridged to Juno to use our app in the end, like once we launched. But like in terms of finding liquidity to fund your project from a founder's perspective, like in that initial mint stage, I think that's really powerful. But I guess my my counter to that would be then why, well, I know the reason why, because Juno's permissionless, but like, why wouldn't you just launch on Stargaze if that's, you know what I mean? If that's where the the majority of the liquidity would come from, I guess is my question. I think I think this problem gets fully solved when what you're talking about is a seamless thing and you just own an NFT and it doesn't matter where it is. It's just, it's in your, like, it's, it's the, it's in the billfold section of your wallet. It's not in the credit card slot or the, the driver's license slot or, or wherever. I think when, when an NFT just exists in your wallet, that's the, 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 the seamless experience of doing what you're saying, like that doesn't exist yet. And I think we, we, I feel like we have a ways to get there. I'm sure some people would argue that, um, that we're not, but. Well, I, did you, did you get a chance to test out that arc protocol mint on testnet? Um, I think it was um, maybe a month or two ago. Because you were able to basically test Net Mint and Juno, uh, Osmosis, uh, Terra, and I can't. I think maybe Stars. I can't remember for sure. But yeah, you were able to basically just mint, and um, you didn't need to like. There was no predefined number that would show up on any particular chain, and wherever the demand. So in the end, they published like how many people used you know uh, Stargaze test net versus Juno testnet, right? Like, but they didn't have to predefine any of that. Yeah, and I do want to add to that. Uh, Mr. Tease, he's actually on Space Skelly's team and <clears throat> kind of just a guy that's on the back end. And when you do those collections, you have to lock them. So if you want to have a collection, which you probably know this, but if you want your collection on Stargaze and you want to move it to Juno, you have to lock the whole collection to move it to Juno, um, which I think the end all be all would be if you had an NFT, you could go, I don't know if this would ever happen. Like, I think this is kind of what that you were saying is an NFT that's just in your like dashboard and you can choose where it's listed. And I don't know how that would happen, but I think when there's a way to do that, that would be pretty phenomenal. Um, but yeah, with the, with the protocol arc protocol, you do have to lock a whole collection to move it to uh, XYZ, wherever you choose to. Yeah, and I think... Is, is that because, I think... Is that because... Sorry, Shoot, weren't we talking earlier? Is this because, like, it's the NFTs are programmable at the collection level, right? So at the moment, like, you don't, like... In the future, apparently, I, I hear on some of the spaces them talking about, like, programmable NFTs, where you can control like like it, like royalties instead of a, from a collection level, like an individual level. We were chatting about this earlier, shoot, right? Isn't that kind yeah, of yeah? Like I think similar? we kind of see that a little bit today with like the Pixel Wizards, right? Like that 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 NFT is going out and you know hitting an API and you know telling you the price of stars or Bitcoin or whatever, which is which I think is the first step towards like us being able to use NFTs in a you know a somewhat programmatical, I guess, style. Um, I want to chime in on that. And so I, I'm going to assume that let's just say everything is seamless and you could list like that. Um, just from launching and so on so many chains as our own project, I mean, we would do that every single time if it was a seamless process and it didn't make for any like 
um, technical errors on the back end user side. I know that part's far away, but I mean, perception is everything. If you can have, you know, even if it's just five more people who are native to say, um, you know, Juno instead of Stargaze, you know, why wouldn't we list the NFT multi-chain? Um, I, I know I said earlier that we wouldn't be multi-chain. There's um, uh, profile avatars. They don't matter as much if they're multi-chain. Uh, the game pieces do. But uh, just from a project's creators, if we could do that in a seamless fashion, I would love that. Yeah, I mean, but that presents like additional problems, right? Because at the end of the day, everyone has that dream of selling their NFT to secure the bag, right? And so the, the next layer on that is like, how do I aggregate all of these different chains to be able to report to me, like, you know, where can I ARB or where can I, you know, buy it lower and go sell it higher or, or things like that. So like, that's even, I think, further away, like trying to aggregate. I mean, hell, like we have... We, we complain about analytics on, you know, the layer ones that have NFTs not having enough data to, you know, like whether we have to go to Hubble or, you know, we have to go to info.stargaze um, or, you know, some of the OpenSea analytics. So, like, imagine trying to do that, you know, on every chain that the, the NFTs exist on, right? So, I think that just presents another layer of, you know, craziness. So... And I think because what they're doing that was a problem. Uh, I would say that's a, an opportunity. I would look at that more as an opportunity for people to to innovate and deliver solutions. Sure. Um, and just speaking on that, one of the things that I would like if I could do at multi-chain and say we could denominate the amount of stars on the chain and on Juno, we can say a different price. Um, I actually really like this. We can give different prices for our own NFTs. We know we don't have as much support on one chain uh, and we kind of want to make our presence bigger there. Maybe there's a 20% discount on Juno or Tori or wherever we launch. Um, I don't think it applies to most people where they'd want to do that, um, but it's something that I personally would be really interested in. Go ahead, Mal. Mal, you're going to speak that? Yeah, I just wanted to add, like, uh, when we listened to the uh, Game of NFTs thing, I think it was uh, on a space at some point. Uh, but the, what they were saying is basically, if you want to send an NFT, let's say it's like its own is Stargaze and you want to send it on Juno, and then after that you want to send it, let's say, if it was going to work on a secret, you cannot do it that way. You basically have to send it from Stargaze Juno and then Juno Stargaze and Stargaze to secret. So it's not working as like a, an IBC asset or a native asset, let's say. If you want to send uh, Adam to different chain, it's going to work. Whereas if you want to do it with NFTs, with the Game of NFTs uh, project, it's it's still a hassle because you have to send it to one chain, send it back, and then send it after. So Correct. I think we're very, very far to actually uh, what we're discussing right now. Like you have your NFT and you can you can send it wherever you want. We're, we're pretty far from that. So. Mo, didn't, they, didn't they describe it as like an anchor? So whichever chain that you minted on will always be the anchor chain. And like you say, if you send it like the Stargate, for example, and you want to go to secret, you have to go like sort of back by the originating chain. It's, there's always a, like a permanent anchor there, right? Yeah, exactly. Because how it works, like maybe it's different than my thinking and the last time I looked at it, but how it's going to work is you have your NFT, you send it into like some sort of contract. It's going to lock it in the main chain. And then when you send it to the other to the other chain, it's like another contract, but that's going to represent your NFT on the main chain. So it's 
when you think about it, it's not like the perfect way to do it. I think they could be some improvement there. I have no idea how to make it like to improve it, but I think it's we're far from having something seamless. And I, just to go back to well, the point, um, so I, I and I know this is mostly like I feel like Terra is always the redheaded stepchild of the cosmos, but uh, the, that TFM uh, they have aggregated the marketplaces on Terra really well in like a seamless way. Um, so I think that's like, those guys have been pretty innovative in how they, you know, present the NFTs, you can sort by price. And if one's on random earth for one thirty, and then one's on, you know, nowhere, RIP, port went out for our homies at nowhere. It was a great platform, um, is one thirty. like it, it can sort it and all that stuff. And then when you click to buy it, it does the transaction through whatever marketplace it was listed on. I just think of the complexity that's going to be, you know, required to do that, like for, you know, from Cosmos to, you know, maybe something in the future like EVM or, or whatever the case may be. So, but TFM is a pretty, pretty dope, uh, dope tool. If you guys are uh, Terra NFT people or if just to kind of check it out in general. So sure we're going to throw a bit of a segue in here. Uh, I'm, I'm very conscious and aware of like people's time. Yeah. And we do have NFT switch in the audience. Guys, uh, there's just been a prop put up on Commonwealth. Uh, for NFT switch. Now, I only found out about this not, not long before I came on the call. And someone suggested, is this uh, just a way to sidestep uh, royalty fees? Now, the one thing I just wanted to quickly ask you guys, the entire room, guys, uh, we'll make this like, kind of like last topic, yeah? Uh, how important are royalty fees to use, you guys as projects? Uh, we'll start with Mall, if that's okay. So we'll go Mall. Sunnyside, Pepe, EJ, uh, Jacob, right? Uh, how important are royalty fees uh, to you guys as projects, right? And how do you feel about the kind of being like these maybe swapping sites or whatever created to, to kind of sidestep uh, the royalties at Mall? Yeah, I think that's a, that's a rough question because if you were to compare a collection that has a lot of um, exchange, let's say you have like a two uh, to 10 million volume, I think the royalty are going to be very important. Whereas, for example, if we take a raccoon as an NFT collection, for example, I think we have close to 200,000 uh, in trades. So it's it's a small amount of money. Half of it goes to our artists and the rest goes into the platform. So it's like a nice to have money to uh, for like the improvement, the small improvement that comes and go. But uh, I feel like if it's a big collection that you have a lot of volume, I think royalty could be very important to like improve and add new stuff so it's hard to say depending on the how big the volume is i'd say interesting so from my standpoint and um, i keep it blunt um and i know this can be fairly unpopular um these kind of like third-party platforms to like trade i do think that they're just going to be there one way or another um i don't personally care about a royalty step back in this manner uh the reason being is that no matter how big the platform gets it's going to be probably used in less than 0.5 percent of all trades i feel like that's being generous um just because it requires extra steps it requires two users to get to one another uh, the people that will use it the most are generally on high trade are like high value NFTs. Generally, the projects that would be affected by the most of this 
are kind of already king of the castle. You know, if they lose out on a few of these trades, it's fairly whatever, to be honest, in terms of how much they take in. Um, royalties as a whole uh, for SSR, uh, every Stargaze collection ever has always been put in a separate account from royalties and staked and compounded since we've started. And our NFTs have sold between, it's over 2,000 or 3,000 sales on Stargaze. And we're cheaply priced, right? But that royalty plus interest to date is worth roughly $865. It is nothing. Royalties for us so far generate no value. That said, um, royalties are very important to me long term. Um, I don't want them to be sidestepped easily. So I'm kind of arguing for both sides of this one. That's my take on it. Pepe? Yeah, so I mean, uh, my opinion on it is, you know, if royalties didn't matter, then we wouldn't have them there. Um, and like, to be totally honest with you, like, we've also made nothing on royalties. I mean, like, I think with our sales volume and our 5% royalty, I think I maybe have had a hundred and so a hundred and a few dollars in royalties um so i mean it's it's not been like some significant game changer but i mean you know if if they didn't matter then i think people wouldn't have them um and also there's a couple other things here it's easy to say they don't matter in the middle of a bear market when they're really really small but i think you know if you stick through the bear market and you come out into the bull market and you know all of a sudden you're missing that like kind of revenue that's that's kind of you know that's kind of there it's it's an incentive to really build your brand it's there to 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 incentivize your team your artist and and all the you know different functionality of whatever you're trying to build so if you get rid of that then the incentive to keep putting in the hours i mean like right now you know i just got off my fiat job i've been sitting here now for an hour and 15 minutes like this is you know this is part of that brand building this is part of that like that continued effort to show up for the community and to show up to build the scene and if you took away and like i said like i've literally not made any of this like myself like this is all just sitting in the wall just like with, with sunnyside but if you take that all away it really disincentivizes um projects to keep showing up and to keep doing that and the second point i'll make on it is um i know like i'm i'm a larger collection and i haven't really experienced this from like a smaller collection but i saw like maria down there earlier you know, she has a small collection with really high priced pieces. And I would expect uh, in a situation for her, like those royalties mean a lot, right? Like if she sells one piece for 20 or 30,000 stars or whatever it's going to be, you know, like losing that 5%, that probably really hurts for her. So, you know, I don't want to speak for her too much on that, but like, I would expect that there's different, there's a whole spectrum of of what that kind of like falls on. So just, I really love the innovation of all of it. And I'm totally encouraged that, but I wonder if there's not a way to compromise where like maybe um, teams could like whitelist their collection to be on NFT switch and they could put uh, like a compromise royalty. Like let's say straight up secondary market sales is 5% and they whitelist and they say like, Hey, if you want to do NFT switch, it's only like a 3% royalty. And like it comes back still, it like 
it's like a reduction. It still encourages innovation, but it's also still, you know, rewarding to especially small creators. I get, I get um, where you're coming from there. And that was actually a, a big thought of mine there, Pepe, was that like, like take raccoons, for example, our, our revenue, what we're concerned with is the gambling or gaming platform. Whereas like someone like Maria, it's purely the art based project. I think there is a big differential uh, between the two, you know, those pure artistic projects versus like the kind of dev projects like you, EG, et cetera. Sunny side, one second, uh, for a bit of a contrast, I thought EG might want to come in on the back of Pepe simply because of the volume Skellies have done recently. Uh, EG, what about you? I mean, no doubt royalties have been coming in quite regularly. Is that helping with development? Is it? Do you want to add anything to what the guys have said? Yeah, so I do want to be crystal clear that uh, NFT Switch is part of our validator. So NFT Switch is part of the Skellies, Rebels, and Squad validator. So a lot of these uh, fees would go as an incentive to the validator. So that's a standpoint from, I just want to be, that's that's one reason they are coming over because we're partnering with them to start bringing them over um as far as like i don't know i don't think people see actually, no they don't some of these wells on stargaze <clears throat> they'll come to you and they want 50 nfts and they want to give you stars and they want to give you a mixture of nfts and they want to give you different cryptocurrencies all at once and it gets pretty, pretty crazy. As far as when these large scale transactions happen, I would say I'm involved with 80 to 90% of these large scale transactions. There's no runaround. People have to use me as a middleman. An um, <clears throat> NFT switch and any other uh, service like this, it will be, it will be available. Um, but with like Pegasus, you can't offer stars and you can't offer there's not much i would say uh, options of what you can do with it it's very limited so as someone with royalty fees you're only getting what five i don't our royalties are five percent the amount of nfts we have to sell <clears throat> to really make a big difference is significantly different like that's it's significantly high on stars i mean you have to be doing hundreds of thousands to, to millions of stars to make it a huge difference. Um, so that like, I, I, I have a biased standpoint because I know the founder, I know JG, I like they're great people. So I don't have a negative input. Could things be tweaked and changed after we listen to community's feedback? Absolutely. Like that's the best thing about community. When you sometimes step away and you just listen, can things be changed? Absolutely. Um, but I think it's a service that's going to exist one way or another. Um, and a lot of these wells, I want to say it again, they're not making $500 transactions. They're making $5,000 to $10,000 transactions and one hash. So um, just like keep that in mind when, we're, when you're doing this uh, and you're thinking about it. And yeah, think, cha- things can change. Like if you guys have advice or input, like positive input, ways to maybe make it better like let us know we'd be more than happy to listen and maybe you're right maybe you have a great point but yeah i see jacob's hands up what's up man yeah so what is swiss trying to build uh 
Because I know, like, we already, there's already one in, uh, in Stargaze. Pegasus, right? Yeah, but it can't do what NFT Switch does. So you can offer different NFTs plus currency for, let's say, I want to buy, I don't know, I want to buy Sunny Sides and I want to buy some SSRs and I want to give someone some Skellies plus stars or whatever I want to do. You can do that all within one transaction. Um, now, is there a way to have reserve addresses and do this and that on Stargates? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but this is a way to go around that. And once again, these transactions are... these transa- <laughs> Here's what happens anyways. These don't happen on chain anyways. People do not put 50... I just had a transaction the other day that a whale came to me. He wanted 45 skellies. He does not do it on on the marketplace. He doesn't go to the marketplace to make these transactions. He doesn't go to other buyers and do it on the marketplace anyways. He just does peer-to-peer trading. And that's this is when you could do... Th- there's a lot of different things that go into it. And this is for... I always look at it. For large-scale investors. That's that's how I look at the service. Can uh, Can others use it? Absolutely. But when I look at it, from the amount of large-scale transactions that I've been a part of, just as a third person, I'm the middle wallet they transfer them to. This is something that could be... The system could be better in some way or another. And like I said, this is a start. Could things be different, better? Absolutely. AJ, you know something? I was was escrowing uh, racks from day one, and I did actually like contact Moll, and I said, look, Moll, you know, is this okay with you guys? Like, I mean, we're talking guys like one raccoon, like two and a half grand, you know, USD value, yeah. Uh, trades between a couple of people. And I, I think I did about like four or five, like right right at the beginning, just after the mint out, when, you know, people started looking at like who had what ranks, et cetera, et cetera, and what styles. And uh, Mole was absolutely fine with it. I mean, he, he gave us like a complete blessing. I mean, he'll tell you, people in the Discord, swapping and trading and doing stuff like from day one mall right you've you've actively encouraged mall haven't you the the rack community to trade amongst themselves yeah exactly i think it's a it's a good thing too because uh like you just said like if you want to trade like let's say a 10 atom and a uh, 100 juno and two three other nfts for these nfts it's going to be so much easier but um like at the end of the day, I'd rather see people trade the NFT and see that people are enjoying themselves by trading NFTs than just stopping them from actually doing it. Like people want to enjoy the NFTs, just let them do it. That's for sure. At some point, if you're losing, let's say, uh, 50 grand a year uh, in royalties, that could be an issue because you cannot improve uh, following like a 50 grand a year. But uh, I don't know, man. It's, it's just my opinion. I feel like if people find a way to actually enjoy the NFTs, just do it. That's how I see it. Well, a prime a prime example is my co-host, uh, Yowster. Uh, he had a one that I needed for my like trilogy. So like I've got three raccoons, all of the same style, right? They were gangsters. But like he knew I need like I wanted that one, yeah. And I was able to do a trade where I give him a biker gang rack, but I also put a hundred. Uh, I think it was a hundred uh, secret on top, or a hundred dollars in. Sorry, in raccoon it might have been, but I put him a hundred bucks on top. You know. Like, I had to kind of, like, leverage something in addition to the rack to get what I wanted. Like, that's what the community are looking for. You know, guys, it's not just about, like, a, a pay-to-pay or whatever. Or, you know, we, we need to be saying, well, I can give you this NFT 
plus like you know a hundred whatever it is yeah Pepe. yeah look i think there's a lot of different sides to this i think like you just said uh that's a really cool way to do like swaps internally and to most point i think uh yeah everybody should be able to enjoy theirs um i think it's also important to understand too like Back on Terra, before when people were doing these like swaps like this, there was a lot of scamming and stuff that was going on. So like NFT switch can be an important part of kind of reducing the burden on the core team of a project to make sure that there's no like major scams happening that are, are hurting their community. Now, the other side of this, like, I don't know if any of you have kind of followed like PseudoSwap, which was an Ether um, like pooling um, protocol where people were like, basically pooling ETH and NFTs and people could like freely swap in and out. And none of those got royalties back to the project. It was actually just like a fee that went to the people who created the pool. And there was a lot of outrage about that because I mean, you know, that was a lot of really big money for some projects. And so again, like I I think there's like a difference in perspective here where, um, you know, we might be small right now, but we don't aspire to stay small in volume forever right like the the idea of growing this cosmos ecosystem and growing the nft scene here is that we would see higher volumes and see it matter eventually right like i don't think any of us are up here with the aspiration of like only ever doing like a couple thousand dollars in secondary uh sales or or never seeing like major floor price pumps for our holders so like thinking longevity wise we also do need to, we, we shouldn't just like put off this topic until certain people have seen success and also seen major losses as a result of, you know, these, um, these innovative uh, protocols existing. So I think it's an interesting, you know, topic for sure. And I wonder if there's not like, you know, um, like, for example, let's take the Stargaze, like the listing fee. So like maybe collections can whitelist uh and and put a listing fee like if you're going to swap one of my nfts i need a hundred stars you know or whatever it is right like you're something i don't you know maybe a hundred stars is dramatic but like something right like if if you're going to use my nft in one of these switch protocols like here's my kind of demand for that sunny said let's hear it okay uh first thing i wanted to touch on that you had mentioned originally pepe was maria and sorry to spotlight again but um no i I kind of uh well forgot that the small one-of-one artists are the people that would get hit who it matter for another topic that guys i think we uh yeah i think we lost uh sunny side there let's see if we can i just i just re-added him yeah yeah I thought my internet went down. I was like about I was to back out and everything. Dude, I was shitting myself in case we got rugged. I was like, please don't do I this was, to I me. Thought, like, just, <laughs> he just hit the heart button and I thought I had like frozen my phone by hitting the heart button. And I was like, no, I wanted to hear it. <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm like, hey, Lord. Uh, I'm sorry. My, my Twitter just randomly closed. Um, so this part. I do want to mention, so Pegasus, they could have put this uh, feature in. They decided not to, um, specifically because of, like, what's this conversation right now? Um, So I do want to mention that. And uh, for the actual idea of, like, implementations, 
you know, one of the things I know is that a lot of the core uh, kind of squad community is inherently against this. And, you know, I've talked to uh, both them and JG about it, and it puts me kind of in the middle of it uh, where I don't, you know, it's sort of problematic. But one of the things that I would want to say is the idea of, you know, black listing or white listing um, contracts at that creator's decision or just in overall um, kind of like request where that could be done would be awesome. I don't know if that technically is feasible. However, uh, the other aspect that I would kind of like and I brought up before is that any interaction where it's one NFT for solely currency I think if the royalty could just remain intact on that transaction alone and anything that's multiple that could avoid the royalty, I think that cuts out a lot of the, you know, saying it is so-so, but it it probably cuts out 90% of those royalty-free transactions. You can game it, yes, but every time you add a single step to something, you see a massive fall off in the amount of people that adapt that strategy. So just some thoughts and, you know, kind of full disclosure on what Pegasus had built and why they didn't choose to go away uh, with that way. Well, absolutely. Yeah. Perfect timing, isn't it? Uh, Guys, I'm I'm well aware that we're like hitting a 90 minute mark. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but I would like, say it today has just been like a roaring success uh exactly what i'd hoped and dreamed about and planned about the last few weeks kind of like guys pretty much off the cuff you know i didn't send the guys any topics or anything like that we, we you know rack fm will never like send like interview questions or anything that's not what we're about you know but we we did you know today we talked about new eyeballs how it's going to happen we talked about stars the yeah the five stars listing fee you know nfts will it happen or not should stars focus on NFTs? Should they stay in their lane? Uh, game NFTs, even though that conversation was short. Uh, yeah, NFT switch. Now, I'm a bit devastated NFT switch at left. There are, uh, guys, some people in the audience, and I do know that like a couple of you had a couple of project updates. Uh, does anybody NFT have any switches questions? here right now? They just joined again. Yeah, I, oh, they I, did, I, did I they? Them. Okay, no problem, yeah. I mean, it's not something I want to get, like, stuck on, guys, because I am very conscious about time. I mean, I don't know how you guys are doing individually for time. Uh, you know, I'm always very conscious. Moll will tell you that. From day one, Moll, I've always been conscious of people's time, right? Especially our devs. I like them working, me. Uh, <laughs> uh, Jake, uh, B-Barnes, does anyone, Squid, does anybody uh, want to come up and have a question? I've got a question. Just make a request, guys, if anybody wants to come up and address any of the issues that's been spoken about today. If you want to speak to uh, a particular uh, personality about a particular thing that they've said, anyone? No? Okay, right. Well, we've got some updates, haven't we, uh, Pepe? Was it you that uh, just wanted to get some updates in quickly at the end? Well, yeah, no, I mean, I, I'm going to, like, you know, we're, while we're having the conversation here, yeah, I got a little bit of an embarrassing story to tell. Uh, and it was captured live on uh, Crypto Tank, and he was down there earlier, so I was going to kind of direct this at him specifically. 
<laughs> it was captured live on his live stream, which is like uber embarrassing for me. So I'm like literally, I'm like right in my face as I'm about to say this, but that's perfect because I'm on Team Red, you know, anyways. Um, so yeah, so we launched our app yesterday, which uh Mo, thank you for pointing that out. Um, and it got off to a bit of a rocky start. Honestly, everything was going really, really well until I woke up this morning and heard that Tank had tried to live stream use our app and it didn't work for him on the live stream and people were like trying to problem solve it for him and he was not that, able that to get it to work. Down horrendous. We call that down horrendous. Yeah, and I was, <laughs> I, woke up, I watched the live stream and I was, I was down horrendous. It was, it was, <laughs> I felt like shit. Like I, I was like, what the fuck? So I got on the, on the call with the dev team and we, we just, I went to town. We were like, what's going on? I, it turns Pernier, out. Pernier, did you say it? Did you say Don uh, Kryptonium's video on wind the other day? And like wind got stuck on the transaction for about 25 seconds. And Don's like, right. what the fuck are you doing to me here? Yeah, yeah. That's exactly how it felt for me. Exactly. Um, so, yeah. So here, here's the deal. Uh, the, the game is currently not functioning. Um, and the reason for that is when we were doing our testnet tests, and this is this is going to be really silly. I'm sorry for this, guys. When we were doing the testnet test, we had put a really short time frame in there for like how long the game contract should run, and we were running a bunch of tests. And I was I was grinding out like a lot of different tests on the testnet um, to find different bugs and try and get everything in order. And then when we went to um, kind of deploy the contract on mainnet, we had switched that function. But my dev, <laughs> and this is me just being dumb um, honestly my dev wrote like a silly name like i can't remember what it was for what the contract should be called and i like sent back to him i was like dude no this needs to say traders <laughs> like for branding purposes and other things like i want people to know that that's our contract that they called like when they look on on mint scan or whatever right so he like rolled back he like went to change the name but when he changed the name and redeployed he grabbed the version of the contract before we had changed the timestamp to go up to a week so it was still on the quick time frame um so that was the only change that was made between the like the last two versions so he deployed the vert so he changed the name and deployed the version that had the short testnet time frame when he deployed so when i started the game yesterday and i was telling everybody like this is a one week game like it was back on testnet like one day time frames so the game lasted 24 hours it shut down I wasn't expecting it. Nobody was expecting it because it wasn't what I was communicating to anybody. So yeah, so that's my embarrassing story for the day where you're all right, bro. Mint scan to show traders uh, for branding purposes like caused this issue. My bad, Tank. I'm super sorry to embarrass you on live stream like that. I'm super embarrassed. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna roll out a bunch of changes. I took a lot of feedback from the community on that first round, and we're gonna try and roll out some changes and get a new game going here with the the right time frame. So Jake, can't uh, can't devs do something? <laughs> Dude, being a dev fucking sucks. The amount of times <laughs> like the amount of times like it's always the man like really fucking stupid. Just like, oh my god! So, I I feel for you, traders. Like it it happens. Have but, you been yeah. uh, Have you been enjoying the show, Jake? Have you been enjoying this, the show today? This this space was fucking awesome. Like amazing, real talk. Like, kudos to all of you for like 
providing some like amazing real feedback and like just like yeah this was an amazing spaces so uh pat on the back rack fm everyone should follow them um i'd figured i'd like as someone who comes up or someone who knows a lot about entertainment NFTs, i figured i'd like come up and like kind of like talk about that a little bit and maybe like answer some of people's questions because um yeah help to help to write some of the code and like review it um but i think uh one of the things that i'm really most excited about for interchain nfts is like everyone's talking about like the ability to mint on different chains and i kind of think this is i think this is cool and i think people can like support this but i think really the opportunity for a lot of projects is being able to list on any chain they want so you might mint on juno or secret or you know some other chain for various reasons um for example if you wanted to like customize your nft contract somehow um or use a dao like but you know stargaze is the place with the most liquidity so like i'm personally really excited about the use case where like people mint on other chains but then can like list wherever there's the most liquidity in the marketplace like and i think that's a real issue also with like nft marketplaces on juno is there's just like not a lot of eyeballs on them and you know i actually feel like talus has come a really long way but there's like no like artist community there, you know, it's like, and without an artist community and without like liquidity, like, you know, it, I feel like things inevitably kind of lead to like, sort of like hubs, you know, like similarly with like osmosis and like normal tokens, like it's, you know, sure. There's like other really great DEXs out there. I'm still super excited about Windex, but you know, it's like, um, I think similar things will happen with NFTs and like, I'm personally really excited for Stargaze Outpost. Because I think the advantage of being able to like mint on other chains means you might be able to like customize something about your contract or your game or whatever, but then you can like take advantage of all the liquidity that exists there on on Stargaze. So, um, but yeah, mostly I just want to come up and like maybe answer people's questions about interchain NFTs v1 and what it can and can't do if people have questions. Jacob said that with his hand up. Yeah, Jacob. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Jay. How do you see the Stargaze outpost coming to life? Do you think, would it be just Stargaze to list or Juno or something like that? How do well, you imagine the, 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 way, the way I think it's going to work is like you have a Stargaze outpost contracts deployed on Juno and you might mint your NFT on Juno, for example, like with a DAO, maybe, maybe Red DAO, like interest, like mint some like really great NFTs. Well, now we want to like list them for sale somewhere on the marketplace. And so uh, the DAO just calls the Stargaze Marketplace contract, tells like tells that contract like how much it wants to list those NFTs for, and then those NFTs are listed on the Stargaze Marketplace. Um, and I really think it's like that simple. Um, and to me, I think that's one of like I think the big opportunities for Stargaze is to keep up the the kind of lead in terms of like NFT liquidity and being able to take advantage of all the NFTs that are minting all over the cosmos. Because um, it doesn't really, doesn't really matter where they come from, but like, I think every artist, and correct me if I'm wrong, or if the other people have like different thoughts, like obviously I'm super biased here, uh, but I think, uh, I think artists want to list in places with like the most liquidity, you know? Like, uh, and so really what the outpost does is it just like, if you're on another chain, that's not Stargaze. So say you minted your NFT on Terra or you minted your NFT on, on Juno, like then you can still like take advantage of all the liquidity 
and you know a community that Stargaze has for like NFTs. So you can just like list your NFT on Stargaze as a DAO over the app post. That makes sense? Yeah, it makes sense, makes sense. Just one last question. You know, uh, I saw in a Discord that DAO DAO NFT based will go live next week. Uh, I don't know if you can, will you be able to elaborate more on that? Uh, yeah, so you'll be able to create a DAO where the voting power is determined by NFT ownership. So for example, you might have, I don't know, traders. Maybe there's a traders DAO. I don't know what the traders DAO do, but in order to join traders DAO, you would have to have a traders NFT and you would have to stake it with the DAO. Um, so that's kind of how it's going to work. Uh, and it's, it's really pretty that, that simple. So it's like, it's like another form of token-based DAO. So like currently we support like CW20 tokens and also like native tokens once Token Factory is live. So instead of staking like a CW20 or a native token, you just stake an NFT. Um, and that's really kind of the idea around it. It's not too complicated. Does that make sense? That makes sense. I just want to say you guys are doing a great thing in DAO DAO. It's really amazing. I don't know if I if anybody's saying, but you guys are doing great. And I can't wait to see all the things that Dada will, will build because it's amazing. Even with the the what's the payment contract you guys are building? Oh payroll payroll contract. Payroll contract, bro. Get those motherfuckers. Get those motherfuckers on the go. Uh, Pepe, got your hand up there, dude. Yeah, a couple couple things. First of all, looking forward to NFTs, uh DAOs. Those are going to be really powerful for Juno. And I know, you know, once that all gets squared away and in a future update of our game, uh, we we already built our own like kind of staking contract at this point just because um, we're, you know, we're wanting to get moving with like a first iteration of our game. But in a future uh, iteration of our game, I really see a, a high potential that there would be a trader's NFT DAO and that we would query that DAO um, to basically assign the ability to play the the weekly game based on how many NFTs you had staked in that down. So um, I think that's that's hugely powerful. I, I do look forward to that. Just also from like giving, um, you know, using something that's been built on Juno that's awesome and also giving, you know, our NFT community governance rights and all sorts of different functions beyond just being involved in the game. Because I will say that's one thing that's kind of challenging for us right now. We're using like Apello's um, Discord verification as a form of kind of um, off, off-chain governance because once people are staking in our game, like they, they're kind of giving up the ability to use their NFT on-chain as governance because it's like it's handed over as part of the gameplay. So I think that's going to be super powerful. Yeah, I'm really excited for what people are able to build with it. Uh, we have some really silly DAO games that are coming up for 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 that. So um, that's going to be exciting. Um, and yeah, I highly recommend actually you look at the uh, DAO NFT staking contract. I think it's a really good base to like potentially build from as well. Uh, and the other great part is it like integrates seamlessly with DAO DAO. So you can look into customizing that versus like trying to create your own uh, staking contract. And it's also been audited, so. Well, we already these... created our own staking contract, but it doesn't mean we can't take a look at it. I think you should take a look at it. You know, I think it's worth taking a look at. And like I, like I said, it gets, gets you a lot of things out of the box. And, uh, you know, uh, you know, 
even you can probably take whatever custom bits are part of your staking contracts like that are like relevant to your game or whatever and then like add them to like a fork of the dao dao staking contract um i i think it's just worth a look you know do what do whatever you want to do oh no absolutely i i appreciate that we've got we've got two the raccoon community have like got two prime to go so we're going to have uh, winston dow which is going to be the the charity arm of uh, raccoon obviously uh, we're also going to do the honorary council uh Mull, i think it's been decided that the honorary council has to go to juno brother right is that correct Yep, I think that would be the best thing to actually make it happen. Plus, if we can use the DAO tooling, it's perfect. Yes, and we are inducting uh, three new members uh, very shortly to bring the round number up to 10. And these 10 will be at the start of make decisions on certain things moving forward to uh, extend the brand uh, that is known as Rack. Right, guys, listen. Hey, um, I am very conscious of the time. I just want to see if anybody yet had any more questions. Uh, AJ, did you have anything for Jake? Got nothing. Just sitting here listening. <clears throat> Got nothing. But I do appreciate you coming up. Great conversation today. Guys, anybody else? Small? Anybody got any more questions? I, I, am, I am determined to wrap it up like before the two hours. I just want to find out if anyone had any quick project updates. Uh, if anyone had any uh, questions for Mr. Hartnell there before we wrap it up, anyone? Hey, on our next one, can we uh, let's talk about uh, the community pool and the liquidity and the mutable contracts on Stargaze. If we want to write these down, I'll put them in the chat. Um, yes. But I'll give one one quick quick rundown. Uh, Space Skelly's actually just hit top 50 validator. It just, I was just notified. So we actually just became top 50 validator. Uh, staking will be live soon. It's on testnet. Spaceships uh, will be able to be burned very soon. Um, I'm not going to tell you guys when. It's going to be more of a surprise. And then that's it. That's all I got. AJ, from the community uh, to you, to Saber State, the B-Bands, and your back-end guys, whatever, I would just like to say congratulations, my do you. I'm absolutely buzzing to see your success, especially because like you guys did bare bones of Web3 on a Monday off your own back. It's proved out to be one of my favorite shows of the week. So personally, as a community member, not necessarily like a Skelly's community member, like hardcore, whatever, I just want to thank you and your team for, uh, yeah, what you do for the community at the bottom of the bear market, dude. Well done. Thank you. It means a lot. And uh, I know bands and I think Saber Team were in here. So bare bones is, uh, I'm just there to help them. And that's all That's all to the, to the ladies. And they've done an incredible job. So if you guys don't know what that is, it's on Monday mornings. Um, if you guys want to just swing by our uh, Discord, we can get you the links or on our Twitter, we do post them up over the weekend. Uh, but yeah, stop by. I really appreciate those kind words and I know they do as well. So thank you. Imagine fading skellies. Mm, I couldn't imagine the smell. Uh, Jacob, yeah? Yeah, I just have like a, one update that um, I don't know if people know. We did launch a collection on Juno also. The name is Cosmic Skymark. And uh, the goal, the the collection is like, look, basically the first um, generated music PFP NFT on Juno. So that's, that's pretty cool also. And why not the secondary, secondary market just opened uh, yesterday. So if anybody interested in getting some cool NFT PFP with cool music on them, so that, that's pretty cool too. Um, yeah, so that's, that's what, that's what we have. One and and also we here keep building. Skymark, my vision. Um, 
but last that more related to the nonprofit. And I would say uh, as to our project, Primark, we were kind of like one of the handful projects. We never sold anything from what we meant from Genesis. So all that is taking and all that. So we're here building stuff in the stock market. We don't have like a full dev team, but I'm here and building. And thank you, Rack Robo, for creating this and like getting this started, getting this. Uh, I'm excited. The market of our builder, you know. No problem, buddy. Uh, Mol, Mol, you've uh, congratulations on getting everything back up and running. Uh, anything you want to add, Mol, about the racks? You guys, Nixon, anything? Music NFTs? Yeah, music NFTs going to happen on Stargaze. Uh, we're still uh, finalizing some stuff in the back end and the front end. So we don't have like uh, nothing too uh, amazing to to tell you guys except that we're working on in the back end so uh, it's not very not it's not something cool to show but uh it's work that needs to be done so we can scale much more than we're currently scaling but uh, yeah uh, next target is stargaze so we're gonna drop some info uh, in a couple of weeks hey white a uh, quiet room hey sure can you send me the information on um the game of nfts or whatever you were talking about earlier whenever you get a moment you catch that true he just decided to ignore me he's like no i'm not gonna send it to you uh, i got you i'll just I think message he's you having, we have our chat i think he's having mic problems is he true i think he's having connection problems you have said you want to add anything bro you've been rather quiet there dude you have said you want to bring in any clothes no, no you guys just been doing great Get into some real good dev stuff. Appreciate the combos we've had tonight. Guys, uh, thanks for taking the time to be here. All right, I think we're good. Oh, no, I'm good. Bonzi, you, you haven't spoke, Bonzi. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I was waiting for Robo to chime in. Guys, um, I'm not going to lie. I yeah. just grabbed the McDonald's breakfast. I'm not going to lie to you guys at the end of the show. I just grabbed a quick McDonald's breakfast, which is why I went quiet. Uh, go on, sunny side, dude. Okay, yeah. I'll keep it fairly short. So we actually have a working uh, Android multiplayer version of our game, uh, very limitedly distributed right now. We have Wild Dev uh, working on the wallet integration for our game, which is 80% done, which will be used in the final version of the game. Um, I just completed our last payment for our game developers, and I added a new milestone uh, the game is actually extremely far along. Now we're on bug changes and then final wallet implementation. I'm still super hopeful for March 31st on the release date, um, but we'll always adjust as needed. But I, th I think that's obtainable uh, still. So that's an update from SSR and what we got going on. Good man, good man. Guys, you know something? I have to say this. Like Jake said earlier, this show's been absolutely fire. Just people coming up, right? Like chatting the right kind of shit that like the community wants to hear, you know? We get bored of these like bullshit calls where people just softball and, you know, can you introduce yourself and blah, blah, blah. Now we want to get down to the mustard, right? So guys, I don't know if anyone's got anything to say before we close out the show. Uh, I know he's been quiet because he has been busy, but I do want to thank uh, Yowster. He was going to just be there for some support uh, if I needed it. Thanks to Shroot and especially uh, the five people that have come in. I know Berserker was busy. Hopefully in two weeks we'll have him back. We've now got a fortnight to collect as much like, you know, NFT shenanigan gossip type stuff. 
hopefully next time we can just try to improve the show a lot. But for me personally, and I'm sure the community, we have to thank uh, Maul, Sunnyside, uh, Pepe, AJ and Jacob uh, for coming up and Jake obviously as well. It's been great guys, but we'll, we'll end it out before the uh, two hours kicks in. Uh, I humbly appreciate your time, guys, and hopefully I'll see you in two weeks, yeah? The Rack FM model entertain you guys once again, right? Lovely. I'll see the emojis. Right, guys, take care now. All the best to you and your projects and your teams, yeah? Wonderful. Bye-bye. Thanks, Robo. Ciao. It's the Rack Show coming from the Rack Store. With this back in the Mac in the back flow. Let's go. Chilling with raccoons by the back door. Take calls so you can stake more. All I wanna do is making door right But I found this crew and doing alright We wreck will bitch, ready to fight So many raccoons ready for the boss life I might fly high like a kite, right? But always ready for a shite for the right prize Raccoon supply has the right price Giving you respect if it's likewise So I'm buying all the mean guys with the clean heart between lies, laser bean through lean eyes Larry always clean lies, trash mouth mean smile Be wise, NFT wise, fuck with these guys It's the rap rap from the back lab 100 NFTs in my backpack Crazy rap rap from the stash app Black will take a lead in this haystack It's the rap rap from the back lab 100 NFTs in my backpack Crazy rap rap from the stash app Rack will take a lead in this haystack Blast that rack rap from the stash app Supplying the raccoons with a headbang rap Rack gang with the rack will slang Like a trash can hoodie with fangs and a gold chain It's either rack will or the red pill Best chill while we get into the first meal Best pill, best devs with the best skill No shill, all real, secret is a great deal Rack will insane, Shane better stand fast Robo shooting his tweets with straight facts Knowledge from the streets, with the best plan yet Winston gotta eat if you retweet that Free of a life feed from the base camp McKenna always ready if you dare that Buying all raccoons for his rare stash Trash panda biker gang motherfucking hashtag It's the rack rap from the back lab 100 NFTs in my backpack Crazy rack rap from the stash app Rack will take a lead in this haystack It's the rack rap from the back lab 100 NFTs in my backpack Crazy rack rap from the stash app Rack will take a lead in this haystack Ten spaces